What's up, witches? Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Coven Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Munson, aka That Witch from Work. So I was sharing to my Instagram stories earlier this week, this month in January, that the idea of our values has been weighing really heavily on my mind. And it was triggered from a numerology reading that I had that was quickly followed by me leading new higher orientation, where I introduced the values of the organization. And we have a practice in that process where we ask the new hires to identify with at least one of the corporate values that feels really meaningful to them as well. And then later that day, that very same day, I was having a conversation with someone and they asked me, what are your values? And so it was just at the forefront of my mind. And I'm a big believer in synchronicity or divine timing. I think that when messages are consistently in your awareness, it's purposeful. And when I was thinking about this, it felt like tension in my body. I could feel it physically stuck in my body. And I was having the hardest time working it out. And after some meditation and some journaling and some deep reflection, I became aware of how I wanted to share this and maybe gain deeper insight into why it felt so stuck in my body and how I could relieve some of that stuckness by sharing this with you here in this episode. And then it was interesting because I posted on my stories about values. I have a a deck that is not a tarot deck or an oracle deck. It's actually a card deck that was developed by Richard Nodell specifically for career counseling purposes. But I did some cardomancy on my Instagram stories where I shared some of the values and let my, you know, community on Instagram choose which card was calling out to them. And then as I was sharing from my archives, one of the posts that came up in the memories of, you know, that day, but just a few years ago, was a post all about your career values. And so there's something around this time of year that brings values into my awareness consistently. And I'm, I think I know why, and that's part of like what I'm going to share in this episode. And I'm really excited to share this with my listeners because no matter why you're listening to my podcast, maybe you're an HR witch, you're a corporate witch, you are a professional who cares deeply about the esoteric and the intangible and, you know, divination type practices or inviting the craft or ritual into your professional development planning or into your profession in general. For whatever reason you're here, your values are a critical part of existing and engaging with life in making decisions that move your life forward in meaningful ways. As an astrologer, I am going to tie in the natal chart. And this is really significant for me because my realization and what this episode is going to be rooted in is that right now with everything shifting into Aquarius, what's coming up for me is my first house stuff. The, the concept of self that I have. And this is a critical foundational piece of understanding your values and making decisions which align with your values. You have to have a clear sense of yourself 
before you can establish what your values are. And so let me share the concept of this in the natal chart, because I think it provides a really nice framework. And if you have the fortune of sitting down and looking at your natal chart as we're having this conversation, I think that would be a really good practice. And if you don't, that's okay. But just consider for a moment the journey from the first house to the second house. The first house really sets up your relationship with the rest of the chart, your ascendant sign, which indicates what sign sits in your first house. We therefore know the rest of the natal wheel. I know that if you are an Aries rising, you're going to have Cancer in the fourth, you're going to have Libra in the seventh, etc., because it sets up the rest of your house system. And it's not as, I mean, there's, there's nuance in this, and this is where it's easier to work with individuals and talk about how this feels like. But broadly speaking, this is where your perception of the world is curated in your chart. And I want to emphasize perception because so much of astrology informs us most about how you experience life, how you experience environments. You know, how do you experience home and family? How do you experience relationships? Right. And this perception is really important because as you develop a perception of self, right, this is what's going to inform your value system. If I see myself clearly, if I celebrate myself and I find a lot of value in myself, then it's easier to expect an exchange of goods or services and to receive value that matches my sense of self, right? This was what was really wild to watch during the pandemic and seeing the, you know, the turnover tsunami, the great reshuffling, the great restructuring, all of these blanketed terms that we use to just indicate that there was a lot of movement in the labor force. There was a lot of um, people leaving, people moving, people exiting. And we saw this transition, and this was part of the Pluto and Capricorn story. And it will continue as Pluto um, shifts into Aquarius. We see the transition of power. And for so long, the employers held the power. And everyone who was seeking a job was kind of at the mercy of the employer. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot of like, oh, I can come in and demand a high salary. But the people who could, because people have always been doing this, the people who could were really confident that they had a skill set which was really valuable or they had qualities which were really valuable. And the transition in consciousness is that every single one of us is valuable. Every single one of us plays a really, really important part. This is something that CEOs are constantly like, no, you know, every employee is responsible for our success. And, you know, even like the most entry level position all the way up to the CEO is important. And a lot of times this just feels like lip service, but it is true and it is a reality. Um, the value of your labor is one thing, but I want to transition back to talking about just the value of yourself, right? When you have a great sense of self-worth, it's easier to prioritize um, a greater like net worth, for example. This is why the first house comes before the second house. And in human development, it's like first you have to identify the self and then in the second house, we identify that we have needs to be met. We have certain things which uh, we need to make us feel safe or stable or secure. And money is a big piece of this, but it's not the only resource that we have. And it's not the only 
resource that we can receive back from people, which communicates value. And this is where when I'm working with individuals on salary negotiation, or when that's a big concern for people that I'm working with, we have the conversation around, okay, what is your base salary? What is the bonus structure? But it's also like, what does your benefits package look like? How much time off do you get every year? What additional perks are part of the plan? Um, you know, do you get flexible remote hybrid options? Um, you know, do you get like a, a cell phone as part of this? Like there's, there's a lot of different things which you get, which are valuable. Um, investment in professional development opportunities, uh, opportunities for growth and expansion or promotions within the organization. And for so long, people didn't have like a lot of, I guess I would say like people didn't really see like how valuable they were. And this is where like the pandemic was so fascinating to witness because the idea of like essential workers was really brought to the forefront and a light was shown on how important uh, those positions are, which seem really entry level. And we don't exchange a lot of value for them in terms of base compensation or time off or benefits or something like that. Um, you know, the cashiers who are ringing us up at grocery stores or who stock the shelves at grocery stores, the truck drivers who are transporting all of our food and other goods and services, right? The customer service agents who are processing a lot of transactions or helping us troubleshoot when we have issues with online shopping, um, you know, bankers, police officers, firefighters, nurses. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't say you earlier. Nurses and people who work in the medical field, uh, hairstylists, right? That was like a big thing that we realized is that um, being able to have our personal grooming was super, super important. And a lot of people really suffered professionally who work in that industry through the lockdowns. And so that really showed us that like every position really is critical and does bring a lot of value and that there was a misalignment of resources being shared across the labor force when when we um, were forced to recognize how valuable certain positions were. And so these, this concept of values, again, is just, it's weighing so heavily on my mind because when we think about the self, when we go through moments of big transitions, it changes our relationship to ourself. And I will be very like transparent with my chart. I am, I have a lot of like transits, I guess you could say like that I'm going through right now. Um, you know, having the eclipses in angular houses and having the south node in my 10th and really this big ending, but also beginning point for how I show up in the public and what I, th I think my social legacy could be or should be and a reconciliation of what I've been doing to work towards that or what I've been neglecting um, and where I can see that void now. But I've also had my secondary progressed sun right on top of my north node. And that has been a big theme for me. And that's that's required a lot of integration and a lot of understanding of like kind of who am I now? Uh, you know, like who am I and how am I showing up? And it wasn't until this series of conversations, you know, the, the numerology reading, which is fantastic, by the way, uh, the orientation and then that personal conversation around values and then seeing that come up again in my stories of like this time of year I'm always talking about values the transition from my 12th house to my first house as the sun transitions from Capricorn to Aquarius but also understanding like my personal transits that I've been through and really trying to think about like who am I now and how does that change my value system 
and maybe not like drastically change, but it's the idea, like even on the Clifton Strengths Finder, a lot of my strengths stay in my top five and definitely in my top 10. But sometimes they shuffle, they move around a bit. It's the same concept on, uh, you know, MBTI or preferences where, you know, I can be formally classified as an extrovert or an E, but that's going to change and have variation to some degree, depending on the environment that I'm in, what my personal energy looks like and what else I've been going through that day, right? So our values will shift and change as well. And maybe not, you know, uh, really significantly, but even a little bit, we'll, we'll notice that shift and that change in value. And so it's important to take inventory of like, who are you now and what are your values? In astrology, this can also be reflected in the sense that when you have big transitions or transits in your angular houses, especially in your first house, then this is going to naturally have an impact and have like a ripple effect through the rest of your houses. When there's a big change in your first house, it's going to ripple into the second, right? And so one of the practices that you can do, and this is something that I've kind of been doing as well, is always start with the first house, right? Who are you now? And one of the things that you can do is you can write down a list of your identities. You know, some of my identities that are consistent is I'm always a Capricorn Sun Aquarius rising. Like that's always going to be me. That's not changing. Um, I'm always going to be someone's daughter. I am pretty regularly somebody's employee. I'm somebody's wife. In the last couple of years, I've become a mother. I've become a business owner. Um, you know, there's what are what are all of the identities that you have? Write down all of the identities that you have. In my master's program, I'll never forget this. We were doing this same practice in our contemplative career class. And one of the women in my program, as she was sharing her list of identities, she wrote down mustard lover. And we were like, what? <laughs> She's like, not everyone likes the taste of mustard. But I'm one of those people. That's like one of my identities is I'm someone who likes mustard. And I was like, well, that's interesting, but it's true. And I'm also a mustard lover. So you can have this practice of just writing down all of the ways in which you identify, all of the titles that you have, um, all of the ways that you can be described to the general public, right? Like, what are those identities? And it will be interesting to see the correlation between the first, fourth, seventh, and tenth houses, because in the angular houses, these are often how we are described to other people or how we might describe or identify. These are the identification houses, right? How are we identified to other people? And they're big and they're public and they carry a lot of sway and influence in our lives. So write down all of your identities and then maybe take inventory of which ones are most important to you, which ones you want to celebrate and grow and invest in and which ones are maybe like less important. This is also fun to do with your natal chart. If you look at your big three, your sun, your moon, and your rising, because these are the most personal placements in your chart, the ones that make you uniquely you and start thinking about those keywords. You know, if it is Scorpio, in what ways are you intense? In what ways are you investigative? In what ways are you, you know, um, maybe an enigma to everyone around you or secretive? If you are a Taurus, you know, in which ways are you experiencing pleasure? In what ways are you uh, 
strong-willed or have a high work ethic? Uh, in what ways do you engage in relaxation? You know, go throughout your personal placements and think about those keywords that we have for the zodiac signs and for the ruling planets of those signs, right? But you really want a clear sense of self right now. You can do human design, you can do numerology, you can do astrology, you can do the Enneagram, the MBTI, you pick it, you name it. There are so many amazing tools and assessments out there that you can use to get a clear sense of yourself. And then from there, you can start to recognize what your values are. As an Aquarius rising, I do value freedom. And it's really the freedom of choice, the freedom of expression, and the freedom of having unconventional ideas. But as a Capricorn, I really value structure and stability and a concept or semblance of safety in some way. I have my midheaven in Sagittarius. So at work, I have the value of variety, of excitement, of travel and influence. And if you need help coming up with some of these values, then again, the values card sort is an amazing tool. You can also look at the second house in your chart, the ruler of your second house. I'd say you also want to look at the fourth house because those are kind of the values that you get from your family of origin. You want to look at some of those personal placements, your sun, moon, rising, and your midheaven. But you want to get a sense of what your values are because when you are making decisions, especially in your career or profession, when you're making decisions, you want to make sure that they align with your value system. And that's one of the ways that we curate a life that's in alignment, that we can be proud of, that we can work comfortably in. And you're not going to be happy or content forever because you're not going to be you forever. You're not going to hold on to these identities forever. And so this is a good practice to come into every year. Apparently for me, it always happens following the new year and not because of new year, new me, but because that is when a lot of the astrology shifts out of my 12th and into my first house. So you might even consider what is that time of year for you? This is where I love the work of Christopher Renstrom and something that I hear from him repeatedly is that, you know, the idea that astrology, while it is many things, ultimately is, it is a calendar and you can use the knowledge and wisdom of astrology to identify your own personal timing. When does this happen for you where things start to like activate your first house and therefore make you think about yourself, not in a selfish way, but in a self-oriented way in that you are important. You are important, you know, and what you need out of life is important. And you are your own best advocate for making sure that your needs are met. So I'm going to end the episode here. It's short, it's sweet, but just something that has been on my mind and stuck in my body and stuck in my awareness and something that I'm moving through personally. And so if this is something that you're moving through as well, then start with understanding yourself and then work off of there to identify what your values are. All right, witches, thank you for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd appreciate any type of rating system that you can give me. Um, if you really loved it, it'd be cool if you shared it on your socials and tagged me in it. And if you want to contribute or collaborate on future episodes, make sure that you're connecting with me on socials. My handle is at that witch from work on Instagram and TikTok. 
and make sure that you sign up for my free newsletter, the Corporate Coven newsletter. You can sign up on my website, www.thatwitchfromwork.com. On my website, you can always be in the know of my latest readings and how to get in touch with me. Thank you.